I'm not in the way. But I'm getting in the way. It's not top of mind. If you don't bring it up. We may not speak about it. Fighting insecurities. Or ignoring reality. Damn. I just may be in the way after all. This is Simply King. Welcome, 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 welcome. This is the Simply King podcast, and I have missed you all. This this is like probably the most meta. Honestly, I think I've had some very meta episodes before, but this is the soulfully conscious podcast for humans, simply being humans. And I'm back for a un <laughs> un uh, scheduled hiatus, I guess. Um, but this in itself inspired this specific episode called blocks of life and what are we talking about what are those blocks what are the blocks that i'm speaking of i believe i've been experiencing some very strong very just it felt like unmitigating unmitigating i don't know if that's the right i use that right but it feels right i'm gonna just say it's right and i'm gonna look it up later but just unmovable immobile blocks how about that i know i'm right with that creative blocks and i feel like also blocks that happen within life regardless of you're creative or not even if it just happens in your everyday life so i wanted to like i couldn't think of anything to talk about and obviously there's a million things to talk about but i think it's for me i've like allowed myself to for life to get in such a way of my creativity that it literally impedes the creation of itself it literally impedes me creating anything at all because I'm so wound up. I'm so into those things. So today we're going to talk about creative blocks. I have sourced um, psychology today to give you 10 creative block breakers, quotation marks that work. So take that with a, a grain of lorries and make sure you understand exactly what you're about to consume. I'm going to not only go and talk about the creatives, but I'm talking about the everyday people as well who don't spend time and toil in their minds on how to make something that invokes people, inspires, persuades, whatever it is, because I believe I definitely going to say something that touches every single one of you who's listening to this. So sit back, make sure your headphones are good and tight. Make sure your volume is up. If you're in the car, shout out to everybody to your left and your right. Hope they're using their lights and do not trust these people's brakes. If you're listening at work or if you're just listening at home, I'm, I love you too. Damn, is that my phone? And here we are. Let's go. Let's get into the conversation. Creative blocks are genuinely can be defined in so many different ways. Sometimes it could just be something that's blocking you from finishing a project, from starting a project at all. Or just the angle that you're taking that you just don't believe in yourself or 
It could be just genuinely feeling uninspired. Creators out of so many different people have talked about how they have had to fight through their creative blocks. Sometimes it comes from fatigue of creating so much and creating so much in a small amount of small, small, <laughs> a small amount of time. Or it could be from, you know, genuinely feeling like you've said all you need to say. But yet you're somewhat obligated or you somewhat have this urge to still create. For me, I think it's been a, a do a, a, a I think it's been a dual energy happening in my life from real life things just occurring. I'm turning, I turned 26 literally just a week ago. And before that, I feel like it was already a weird block within, you know, just in life. And then I think this year has probably been the flakiest year for me guest wise. And it's not, you know, no shade to them. I think it's also me as well, the effort that I'm putting into making sure I can book these guests and be as flexible as I can and trying to be as ahead of the game as possible. And I think uh, I think that it creates even more doubt with me. I think that create I think doubt is definitely a thing for me, but more about that later. Let's first start with the creatives. So instead of talking just all about why we have our creative blocks, I think we all who can hear this can relate and understand it. You have them. It happens. It's a thing. Writer's block, whoever, whatever it is, whatever your specific craft is. I want to give you some solutions. Let's start out with a solution instead of ending with solutions, because I don't want to talk about the blocks themselves and what whatever they are, because I believe the ones for life are just a little bit more nuanced. Creative blocks are truly, truly self-inflicted. I believe so. Because it's all about it's all in your head. It's all in your mind. And we got to remember that part. But let's get into these solutions. So psychology today. A PhD by the name of Susan K. Perry. Her name is Perry. y'all. This was meant to be. This is a sign. Th- this right here is a sign that I was supposed to do this episode. The fact that this white woman. On psychology today, on the first page of Google. Pops up and that wasn't even the thing that brought me to it. It was a cool, clever, just article name, 10 creative block breakers that actually work. Sub the subtitle to that is you can overcome the frustration of feeling blocked. Oh, that's beautiful. PhD, PhD, Susan K. Care, Susan K. Perry. I'm going to let her know. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to make sure I tag her in this. And hopefully, you know, she she feels the love. But she wrote this back in September 14, 2012. And essentially gave out great tips. Now, she uh, alludes to say that, you know, there's definitely certain, you know, literature that you can reach out and find certain things from. She uh, references a uh, book by um, book called Breakthrough, 90 Proven Strategies to Overcome Creative Blocks and Spark Your Imagination. And it's essentially a compilation of practical and real world ways of, you know, kind of helping creative individuals kind of tailored towards writers, photographers, designers, artists, all, you know, all of the like. Um, but let's jump into exactly what these 10 are. And I'll try to be as quick as possible. Cause I didn't want to last. I didn't want this one to go too long. I wanted to catch up with you guys and let you know, you know, this is where I'm at with my, with my piece of creativity. And I'm planning on 
utilizing some of these things, actively utilizing some of these things. And I also want to hear from you guys on some of these things that you take and utilize for yourself. Now, number one comes is, is redefine the problem to find it more compelling. Ask yourself something like, what if Winston Churchill was designing this packaging? Now, I think um, this is interesting uh, just for the simple fact of, you know, you sometimes it's just about approach. We're looking at it in one way. We may need to adopt a new way of thinking, take ourselves out of it and step away from it and look at it with a whole new definition. I'm with that. I'm going to try that. That's definitely going down. It's something I'm going to do for sure. Dirty your canvas. And I think this is something that's very literal. Place an ink stained handprint on its blankness so you have something to fix. Um, essentially, you know, especially for the folks who are artists, now you have to do something with this. Now you have to make this into a thing. You placed your hand on this thing. Now you got to create something around it. Will you paint over and then create some beautiful piece of art? Will you add mixed media? Will you will this inspire you to feel like maybe you just did something? And now you have to do something else. Kind of invoking a, a way to just create action to get you moving. Then you have drawing blindly for half a minute. You can't criticize the results. Give yourself a theme. This works for free writing, too. And let loose without expectation. You can break through to being able to work on your blocked project. So just start writing. This is something I learned within my group, uh, this uh, Just Write group uh, here in Chicago, where it's kind of like when you are feeling blocked, sometimes you maybe need to use some type of prose, some type of question, something just, just to kind of start writing about, just literally starting to just get your thoughts out. Literally start writing about things that are around you, describing these things, telling a story about the things that are around you to literally Start your mind to start getting fired up. Sometimes we need to, you know, just like what you do with your car in the wintertime, letting it warm up, you know, just so it can get that icy, cold weather off the engine and warm up so it can really, you know, get going. Sometimes you got to do that with your mind, you know, just like when you work out. Sometimes you need to warm up before you actually do the actual lifting, the actual, you know, calisthenics, whatever your workout plan is. You have to get yourself going first. It makes sense. Definitely feel like I've done this before, but I definitely need to kind of, you know, beef that up. Um, look at creative block as growth. Consider this. I'm not running out of ideas, just trying to push myself into better ones. Now, this right here is a word for me because I think I definitely am. I think this comes across my mind, but I don't feel like I take it in in this way. I don't think I take it in as a positive. I think for me, it's like I don't want to keep just calling on to the same guest. I don't want to keep, you know, uh, reaching out to the same people and creating some of the same things. I can obviously, you know, still do it for nostalgic sake for people that I know want to come back and want to be involved and people who are still on my list. Of, you know, we've already been talking about being on the show, whatever it is. But I think it's just all about approach. I don't want to do something I feel like I've already did. I want to have a conversation I feel like I've already had um, unless it's going to be different. And um, and I can make sure that it's different. And I think um, looking at that creative block as growth is beautiful because it's it, you can really see it as you've done. You've put out 
you've outputted all these different creative things and beautiful things and you can critique them on your own. You can probably critique them forever and, and never be fully satisfied. But at the end of the day, you've gotten yourself out to the point to where you put out all the things, all of your ideas. And now you're blocked because you literally want to keep putting out perfection. You want to keep putting out great work. You love what you've done to a certain degree or you've or you're at least somewhat satisfied because you at least did it, you completed it, and you weren't afraid to just put it out there and be judged upon the world. So here we are now. So let's see how it feels. Then you have fill your head, number five. Um, with your view of the problem, review your notes, then go do something else, something mindless and mundane. Now this is interesting. And I think this is something that I think I've started to actually do it literally in, during this, you know, the past few months, literally bought a damn PlayStation. I started downloading like games on my phone like I'm a, you know, a child with silver teeth. And I'm just out here just like filling my mind up, creating an escape um, because I feel like sometimes my mind can get so cluttered that I need to just create some type of way to just not think about life to like insert and immerse myself into something else. And then. Sometimes I waste end up wasting a lot of time, which I feel like you have to be mindful of yourself doing that because you don't want to sit here and literally be playing a game for hours. And now you didn't even do your damn project. Uh, but I think, you know, going after it, going after everything, you know, from a place of just probably reading and filling your mind up with certain facts, maybe going and watching YouTube. That's something something that's extensive. Probably listen to a podcast, filling your head up with information. Um. And especially information surrounding your project or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Number six, look for patterns in your episodes of creative blocks. Take notes when it happens and you may notice a trend. Maybe it happens mainly on Mondays. Now, I think this is a good thing. And I think this is something I'm going to definitely try. For me, I think I've recognized, at least in contemplating on why the hell I'm having all these blocks, is my blocks are usually caused by, you know, external things within life. I think I allow for, you know, certain things emotionally. I think emotion literally makes me create, but it's kind of like sometimes it can also create a block for me as well. Um, I think it just depends on if it's a positive or negative emotion. I think that's what usually my pattern usually is. Um, and then there's just the feeling of like not forcing myself. Like I think whenever I feel forced, I think that's what, you know, I think that definitely can sometimes create a block. If I feel like I'm forcing myself to do something, um, it feels like nothing happens. But when I naturally want to, when I naturally am just allowing for this to happen, I create space and time for myself to complete, a, you know, a recording for the day. It doesn't if it, it feels like it flows a lot better. It doesn't feel like I'm like, you know, just so hard and so rough. And so, like, I got to get this out because I got to cram almost to do something. That's what the patterns I've noticed. Number seven, choose a better way. Now, choosing a better way to conceive your blocks, for instance, rather than having to root through a block drain to achieve flow. Consider temperature. I try to find out what's hot and start there, even if it may be unrelated. So to what I need to be working on. Let me read this one again. Choose a better way to conceive of blocks. For instance, rather than having to root through a block drain to achieve flow, consider temperature. I try to find out what's hot and start there. OK. So for this, I think it's really just about perspective again. 
and I guess it's just uh, it's somewhat, you know, while the other I think another one that was mentioned was about kind of, you know, redefining what the problem is. I think this one is literally more so method of achieving said problem. Um, I think this is more about the action of which you, you know, after you redefine it, this is a approach more so approaching this a different way with the new mindset of, you know, redefining what it is. That's how I'm going to take that. You know, take that as you want. Tell me what you think. Um, number eight, induce a feeling of panic. It's a little weird one to me. By giving yourself a deadline and stating your commitment to other people. If the word, if the very word deadline causes you psychic pain, consider making friends with the concept. So now if this triggers you, if this is one that literally makes you think, oh, fuck, like, because I think about myself being in, you know, under the wire, procrastinating my ass off in school. It's the night before I got to take the test. It's the night before I got to turn the paper in. And now I got to create, now I got to like come up with something. I got to put something out based on this rubric, based on this syllabus, based on whatever it is. I got to put this thing out. So it's induced panic, but you get results because you have to get results. And especially involving other people into your business, into your create and creative works definitely makes you do shit. I think this is definitely something I might need to try in my own kind of way. And I guess because my, you know, creativity or my, you know, artistry is something that is collaborative or can be collaborative. I think it's something that I definitely um, create these types of deadlines for myself for sure. But also like, a, but also I feel like those blocks could be, you know, me trying to, you know, not do those things. So, so I wouldn't feel like I'm like letting someone down type shit. So I think this is definitely an interesting um, call out for myself. Number nine, come up with many solutions, not just one. Urge to list 20 possible next moves. Your mind will stop fretting over finding the one perfect one. Now, this is one that I believe a lot of people probably suffer from is that it's not that they are just, you know, creatively blocked. They maybe have their They just literally kept and keep second guessing what they feel like their next move should be. They keep second guessing if this should be the solution to whatever it is they're trying to, you know, create. And I think seeing them all out, listening them all out, seeing the pros and cons could be a great, great, great thing to do to get you kind of to that next step and starting to put something on that paper or starting to literally, do, you know, type up something. Don't browbeat yourself. These are very white words. Um, <laughs> these are very white phrases. Don't browbeat yourself. Never heard that phrase before. Um, when you're in the necessary in between times, when most creativity gets its start, a lot of thinking time is crucial and it happens when you can't see it. So I believe that, uh, I think this one is kind of saying to kind of let your mind go, like, let it go. Just stop trying to think about it. Just let your mind kind of just flow and like be free. This is where something like, you know, meditating might come in handy to kind of clear your mind. Whatever it is you need to clear your mind, may need to smoke, may need to, you know, do something else to kind of like get you in the mood, get you on the mellow, get you kind of out of the out of the space that you're currently in. And that may spark something, bring something to you kind of, you know, finding a solution because it's in your head. It's not like your subconscious is going to wipe everything that you are that you know to be something that you need to get done out of your mind. 
it's going to still be flowing. It's still going to be sparking off ideas and kind of bouncing things off each other, even though the top of mind is really not there, even though the top of your mind is really not focused on the actual project. Things will come up. Things will come to you. That idea, you will have that Jimmy Neutron-ass moment where, you know, got a blast, goddamn it. It will come to you. But we got to, like, free our minds sometimes. And I think that's what we do sometimes. But thank you, Susan. Thank you, Susan. Coming through with the 10 tips of creative block breakers that actually work. Shout out to you. I'm going to put that link so you guys can revisit that and read the full article. It's a very quick, easy read um, in the uh, bio and the show notes of this episode. But let's move on to something that I believe is extremely crucial to every single one of us creatives and individuals who don't consider themselves creatives, everybody else. So everybody else has blocks. And I think these are, you know, the true, true blocks of life. I had to straighten up in my seat on this one. Um, and I wrote down several things. And obviously I'm not listing out all the things that I believe what caused those blocks within life. But I think these are some of the main ones I've found within myself. And I believe you guys are going to relate to a lot of those as well. I believe procrastination is certainly something that can create a life block. It's you literally being in the way of you. It's your planning. It's your your poor at all these different things. And I want I started to write these things down. I started to notice that these things are all connected and damn near sometimes byproducts of each other. Sometimes they are the spawning of, you know, of each other, whatever it is. These things are related. These things go together. Next would be mind clutter. I think, you know, my mind is cluttered with so many different things. Sometimes I feel like my mind be everywhere. My mind just literally has a million things in its, in it, you know, just filling up all of my spaces. And it makes me put things off. It makes me forget that I need to do something. It makes me not schedule these things in the right way or measure these things out in the best type of way. And I think that's what literally makes you end up getting to the point to where, damn, this is what you need to do. And here it is, my dude, you need to get it done. You waited so long and now you don't even have time to really get it done in the best type of way. Um, I believe blocks literally just, you know, these are just how it is. And this could be for anything in your life. Things within work, things within, you know, just your own personal goals, something in the crib. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you ain't cleaned. You've been taking you've been waiting to the last minute. You know, you got company now and now you got to clean up and now you're going. It's going to look like you rushed, you know. It's not it doesn't feel good. Then after mind clutter, you have emotional distress. I think, you know, for the people who are in relationships, people who are not in relationships, who are dating, whatever it is, and also just certain things with yourself, like feeling unfulfilled at work, feeling unfulfilled in your relationships, feeling unfulfilled in so many different ways can create so much emotional distress that I believe creates life blocks, stops shit from getting done. It slows shit down. It makes you not do what the fuck you need to be doing. It impedes growth. It makes you stagnant immediately, especially from an emotional growth standpoint. Then you have stress, which I feel like is, you know, usually the usually the afterproduct of, you know, emotional distress. It was just emotional. Now this shit is just, you know, it's truly getting into your mental, into your body. And I feel like stress is literally a physical feeling. You can literally get feel sick just from how much stress you're kind of holding in to yourself, which stress can be caused by the mind clutter that you have and also connected to the procrastination that you have the procrastination that you're exhibiting as well 
you're stressed now because now you got to get this shit together. Now you got to now you're in this state of panic to get this thing done that you procrastinated on for however long. Then you have money. Now, I stated in my my uh, anxiety has a first name episode. Make sure you check that out uh, that I have financial anxiety. I don't feel good when I have money. I don't feel good when I don't. And I think it's something that I definitely want to, you know, talk to, you know, my therapist about. I'm, you know, still securing, you know, who my therapist is going to be. And I definitely would love to, you know, once I feel comfortable enough to share that with you guys, to tell you about that experience. It's nothing, you know, quote unquote wrong with me, I believe. But I think it's something that I had on my list of things I wanted to start to do in this year. And here we are. But I believe money literally is the reason that can stop you from, you know, it can cause procrastination because you believe you just don't have enough or you don't haven't planned that right. It can cause mind clutter because you believe you need to figure out a way to get more money or figure out a way to arrange or budget this thing right or whatever it could be. Um, emotional distress, obviously, because you just keep judging yourself or feeling bad about yourself or whatever it may be, causing depression and so many other things, which also could be caused by stress. Money can truly block so much. It can block you being social. It can block you being alone. It can block so many different things. It blocks and impedes fucking activities. It blocks what you could be doing, what you should be doing, what you can be doing. And now money is something that is a little bit more nuanced because it's something that you, you know, you have some control in, but it's still based on who the fuck is giving you this money, who the fuck is keeping you, who's adding into your financial freedom. You may have the reins on it. But is it flowing in the way that you want it to? Because there's even pe- there's people like Will Smith and individuals with a lot of money who still stress over money. So that's why it's like it's a thing is all I'm saying. It's a thing. It's a block of life. <laughs> then lastly, you have insecurities, which can literally spawn from all sing- every single one of these things. I believe insecurities are probably one of the biggest major things that literally makes us all not do what we can do in life. Essentially that it's all of that at the end of the day, that's all it usually is. Is it something that we believe about ourselves that we can't get past that literally makes us not do the very thing that we just may want to do or we just may just want to try? It may not even be something that we are familiar with, but it's just the fact of doing it. The fact of just getting into it is what's important. But that's that's those are the blocks that I feel like I've been experiencing. Those are the blocks that has literally prevented you from hearing my voice more often in the past few weeks. But I'm going to do my damnedest. I'm going to take these 10 tips and I'm going to invite you to also take these 10 tips. If you're experiencing any type of creative blocks to do it right along with me so we can get this shit done. So we can put these things out so we can make things happen. All right. Um, but I am, you know, certainly, you know, in contact with a several few, you know, several potential guests. Um, I think some really interesting people, some really dope folks, you know, beautiful women, intelligent, intelligent women, as well as some intelligent men with some great perspectives. Um, just some real cool, eclectic crowd of people. It's very interesting. I think it's real interesting stuff. So I feel like if I lock them down and bring them on here to talk to y'all, it's going to be a beautiful thing. It's going to be a gift for everyone. But parting words for it all is really all we need is self-evaluation. What I'm doing right now about myself is being very meta, very aware of what the hell I'm doing to make myself not be able to do the very thing I say I want to do. Um, 
And I believe they're very necessary. We have to look at ourselves and be honest with ourselves on what the hell is blocking us. What the hell are we putting in the way? Because it's usually us creating the blocks in our lives. It's not always this thing that is, you know, external factors. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it can be something that's out of your your control to a very high degree. But sometimes it's genuinely just you just not doing your shit. Like it could just you not being aware and great at, you know, truly evaluating yourself and saying, damn, let me pause. It's me. I need to do this. I need to check myself. And um, that's what we got to do. We got to do a self-evaluation, slow our minds down, calm ourselves, use some of these tips, name what those blocks are in your life. So that way you can start to fix those blocks. You can now have more direction on those blocks because you know these are the things you need to solve in your life. These are the habits that you need to break. These are the patterns that you need to stop. That's what it is. Blocks are going to happen. They're inevitable. But if you take these tools, and I hope some of these tools can assist you in getting past those blocks, because it's usually, honestly, Amy, usually, they're always in your head. Always. If it's a creative block, especially, it's always in your head. If it's a block that, you know, kind of occurs in life, it's all about sometimes it's about the approach of it all. And and always go into what you know you can control. And that's what I feel like you should always lean on to. What can you control within this situation? Um, for me, I think, you know, I'm figuring out a lot of things about myself in this year, and I think it's a powerful thing. And I think, you know, I implore you to get into you and to fix yourself. That's what I told everybody in my, in my B-Day. Cook out. We got to fix ourselves. It's the only way. But I'll close with... What I always close with. If you don't know now, you know. You can listen to the Simply King podcast everywhere podcasts are available. Being, uh, well, I was about to say SoundCloud, not SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. Go and get it. Go subscribe and make sure you share it, leave a review, follow so that you don't miss any of the content. I appreciate y'all. I'm back and I'll make sure and I do my damnness to make sure. If um if you don't hear my voice, I got a good excuse. I do. And I'll let you I'll let you know so you don't even look for it. You don't even gotta waste your time. You feel me? But I'm gonna keep giving you content. Hey. So this is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans, Simply Being Humans. I'm Rodney Perry, also known as King. And this is Simply King. Peace. Disturbing the peace since not an illusion. We run in the streets. Uh, so bye bye to all you groupies and gold diggers. Is there a bumper on your ass? No, nigga. I'm doing a hundred on the highway. So if you do the speed.